I've been pretty good about not buying shirts because I just have a problem. And I, I just like, I'm trying to be like, no more black t-shirts. That's like my Holy thing. Christ. I'm just like, no yeah. more. I just don't want a closet full of black shirts with something, you know. <laughs> Some angry looking Some guy angry on it. Man on it. <laughs> <laughs> like people see me wearing this and they are just like, what is that? <laughs> it just looks... I'm just Brighton. glad that Tim Thatcher's legs are on your shirt. Thank you for being an ally as yeah. you come over and do this podcast. <laughs> we gotta get him on, man. I feel like he'd do it. As I long feel like as he doesn't know it. what like huge perverts we are. Yeah. I feel like he'd do it. Welcome to WrestleSplania, the podcast where I, Kath Barbadoro, a wrestling fan, introduce the wonderful world of professional wrestling to my friend Rachel Millman. Hi. Hey, how are you? I'm good. We, uh, this is coming out, we don't know when this is coming out. We don't, we have no idea. We just went to uh, Queens Brewery for some, like, AV checks for yep. Splania Mania, which, depending on when this is, that was it when this is released that was an unnecessary drop of an event that may have already passed <laughs> get your have had gotten your tickets please everyone if you want to buy them anyway uh we'll figure out a way to take your money sure yeah, yeah. <laughs> if you want to give us five dollars somehow i would do it fucking love that <laughs> personally but yeah, uh, so I've had a beer, and uh, I'm, I'm excited for that event that may have already happened. And I'm also excited because we have a guest in the studio today. Our friend Scotland Green is here. Hey! Scotland! I Hi. love you calling it a studio. Yeah. yeah. It's either my living room or my basement. <laughs> it's pretty nice, though. It's a good setup. <laughs> Thanks! Yeah, no, we are... It it's, was, a, it's a studio with an ensuite kitchen, <laughs> and uh, it's great. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a big fan. It's if I were to build a studio, I don't think I would build it this close to um, a street that sirens are constantly driving. <laughs> on, yeah, I would have put it a little more towards the back of the house. Probably. We make do with what we have. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, Scotland. What's up, man? Uh, just I'm very excited to be here. Thank very, you. I, I like the podcast, so. Um, oh, thank I was you. Jazz that you asked me to do it. Hell yeah, dude. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, if you don't know Scotland, Scotland is a very funny comedian who um, we see at every New York wrestling show we go to pretty yes, much. Yes, I'm one of those. <laughs> have you seen the guy who goes to a lot of them that like kind of looks like you if you have never never worn sunscreen in your life? He's Ooh. always wearing an orange Cassidy shirt. No, I haven't. We should find him next one we go to. because By, <laughs> by never worn sunscreen, do you mean like a very aged Scotland or a very tan Scotland? A very yes, red question. Scotland. A very red? <laughs> a very red Scotland. He's the guy who, longtime listeners will remember this, the guy who uh, uh, corrected me on my pronunci- pronunciation of Kimia Dawson and said it Kimia Dawson. At a wrestling show? Yeah, at a wrestling show. That's a weird like, place to get yeah. that correction. Were you guys going to this thing on Sunday? And I was like, oh, no, I'm seeing AJJ and Kimya Dawson. And he was like, oh, you mean Kamaya Dawson? And it was great. It and was he that, looks like Scotland. And he sort of looks like Scotland. Okay. There's a lot of guys at wrestling shows that look like that. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately. Man, that was like, do you know Chris Cubis? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Chris Cubis is an extremely physically imposing person. Mm-hmm. He's very, very large. He is tall. He has like poofy hair and he is like very big. And wrestling is the only place where I have not been able to find him in a crowd. Like it was really hard. Like I usually it's like, Oh, where's Chris? And he's, su- it's just, you like use your eyes and you immediately know, but like, no, wrestling. I have this thing where I, I go to like local shows and I'll see like some loud mouth, you know, <laughs> 
wearing like a vintage wrestling shirt, and I'm like, is that is that what I look like? <laughs> is that me? Because I hate this guy. <laughs> do what, people hate me? What local shows do you like to go to around here? Uh, I was going to HOG for a while, but I haven't gone to one of their shows in like a year. I still haven't been to one. So. Yeah, they're either. fun. They're fun. I like the ones that are at the Elk Lodge more than the ones that are at like whatever cheesy nightclub they patch you down at. Mm. Uh, but the Elk Lodge ones are great. And then I go to Evolve. Um, that might be it. I don't know. Lately. Yeah, I feel like I saw you at, we saw you at the Joey Janela one here. Yes, we, that was we fun. We see you at Evolve. That was a good time. Yeah. So you're like a lifelong wrestling fan, pretty much. I am. I am. I Is this the origin story? Yeah. Yeah, let's, let's do it. Let's get into okay. it. Okay, so when I was a kid, um, my family we would go to Michigan every year. Like, my mom's from Michigan. She's She, like, grew up on a farm, and we'd go there for a month. And my sister and I were, like, the the lazy cousins like the other cousins would all like work on the farm and stuff and we would watch tv and i would go into the small town video store and rent every wrestling vhs they had and so i watched like all this 80s stuff like out of order but that's like how i that's like my base of knowledge was just old vhs Really? Yeah. So you didn't watch it on TV? I didn't. So until... you were in Uroboros of tape trading, too. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You were an early, early tape trader. That's I was also was. a tape trader later on. That was like my first uh, job. Like, well, lawn mowing, then tape trading, then, uh, you know, I sold a little weed. <laughs> Wait, you, high school. You were a guy who monetized tape trading. Yes. Wow. Well, I traded tapes, but then you know, there's people that would just want to buy stuff. I sold a lot of like, you know, fifth generation copies of uh, bad Japanese hardcore matches. You know, <laughs> like all that stuff that now is just like I don't want to watch that. That's all gross, but. People bought it. Yeah. People what do you do? You remember like deal what? It. Do you remember like what uh, tape you sold that made you the most money? Oh God, it was probably um, probably the King of the Deathmatch tournament, the one that's uh, Cactus Jack and Terry Funk in the finals. Nice. Just you know, fifth generation copies of that. Sometimes people would be mad because it was like really bad quality. I <laughs> <laughs> need to see this gore in HD. Yes. How dare you? Yeah. <laughs> but that was a that was great. That's how I learned a lot about wrestling was just through these tapes and and I didn't stop I didn't start watching the television till I guess like when Raw started is when I started actually like following the show and not just piecing together the history through WWF tapes. So you were watching these tapes, did it like were your parents just like, we're not going to buy you pay-per-views? Or were you just like, did it not occur to you to watch what was actually happening at the time? It didn't. It didn't until, like, I guess, you know, the mid-90s. I'd have friends over. We'd chip in and get it. Yeah. But, like, my dad, not into wrestling at all. <laughs> That's so interesting. So who, who when you were watching these 80s tapes, were you like, who are your people? Who are you into? Um, I liked Roddy Piper. Nice. Um, you know, fake Scott. So that's great. <laughs> I like that. Um, I like the Million Dollar Man a lot. I feel like those were like the the first like heels that I liked because I, I wasn't a big Hogan guy. It just wasn't wasn't my thing. But I uh, I like those shithead heels. They're my <laughs> favorite. They're so fun. <laughs> and then um, shit. Yeah. So then once. Once the new generation, I guess, started is when I kind of started following it weekly. 
Yeah, and that's what we're talking about yes. today. Yeah, the new generation, which I didn't know was a term. Yeah, but, it's a uh, real term. Yeah, it's a real term. I thought it was a stable that I knew nothing about, and like, <laughs> so when I started watching the first couple clips, I was like, "How do these guys? What? what how, they're on the same team? No, I was wrong." <laughs> yeah, no. so it's basically like after after the Hogan era, after yeah. all those guys left, Hogan and all his hanger-ons all went to. Uh, WCW and Vince got busted doing steroid stuff. Yeah. And they're like, we need to push some new guys. Oh, yeah. When yeah. was the steroid stuff? I think of 92, 93. Okay. So it's like right before all of this. Yeah. And, and also during, yeah, it's during the beginning of it because that's why they start pushing like Bret Hart yeah. and Shawn Michaels because <laughs> the they're littler yeah, dudes. small guys. It's like because they're like, ooh. Ee. Oh, man. But they're like all blatantly on steroids. Not as blatantly as the guys in the 80s, that's I guess. That's true, that's true, that's true. But it's one of those things yeah. of, like, that was one of my big notes in this of, like, wow, these guys are all on, like, a lot of different Especially Lex injectables. Luger. That's the one where I'm like, why did they push Lex Luger then? <laughs> yeah, that is, like, a weird, a weird yeah. choice. It's really, yeah, I was thinking that, too, when I was watching this, because just, like, everybody is so, like, cut up. Like, yeah. they definitely are look, look gassed up compared to, like... You know, we all go to all these indie shows where, like, these guys would be monsters. But, yeah, when you compare it to the shit you were watching on those tapes in the 80s, they've yeah. scaled way down. Yeah. They're like, okay, let's just... Moderation. Just a, little bit of, a little bit of steroids, boys. This is Vince McMahon's <laughs> vision of, like, an approachable physique. I yes. Think. Yes. <laughs> I, you know, like, I, I'm sure Vince doesn't even have a therapist, but could you imagine if we could get Vince's therapist on this show? <laughs> I bet breaking he, HIPAA. I bet he doesn't have a therapist, but I bet he has like a guy. Like I bet there's like he someone. He needs a therapist. I think he absolutely needs a therapist. He needs three. Yeah. He needs like an AM, a PM, and an on call. He's got some stuff. He's got it. Yeah. <laughs> I think he just like. I think there is someone in his payroll who functions as a therapist but is not remotely qualified. <laughs> like my guess is there's like someone who works in like the like. Yeah the merchandising department who's just like the guy that Vince talks to a lot and that guy say, is like in Fit Finley or <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. IRS or something he just calls Fit Finley up and he's like oh not again yeah, not having a good day Fit <laughs> had a real breakthrough <laughs> and then like that poor guy has to go home and be like do I go on like our autodidact and just like search like psychology like what do i do with this yeah 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 i'm not really getting paid for this but like i'm clearly being I'm asked to fill this role yeah that's, that's a good gimmick they should have too i mean they've done every other occupation yeah they haven't had a wrestling therapist yeah. yeah that's a good point I don't understand why they haven't done that. I Especially miss, when The Sopranos was on TV, that seems like the prime time to give Vince a therapist. <laughs> yeah, or exactly. Least, like, put, like, Big Show in therapy. Or, like, <laughs> I feel like a manager therapist would be yes. really funny. Yes. That would be really good. I would enjoy that. Yeah. Or just a like, wrestling one that would just break down his whoever he's feuding with and be like, this is what you need to work on, buddy. <laughs> uh, we could communicate about this and then the whole audience boos. Yeah. That's when Elias gets sick of playing guitar. That's how Elias is going to be. I yeah. feel is he's going to be the guy who says, you know, we can just talk this out. <laughs> <laughs> like, I do love, I 
I do love wrestling, like wrestling logic of people who don't want to fight. It's just like, like, no, we can like work on our issue. Fuck you. No, <laughs> no. you're no communication. I hate this. My wife makes me do this. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Too much like life. No, thank you. <laughs> but that's like, that is one thing that I appreciated about the stuff you gave us to watch. So this is like your post-steroid trial pre-attitude era. Yeah, so they they don't know what they're doing. They don't know what their hook is yet. And it's, in a historical way, it's just fun to watch. And they're having fun because it's not, doesn't have to be this like phony adult stuff yet. Yeah, it seems like the, the um, stakes of believability are not high. Yeah, <laughs> it's yeah, very yeah. silly. Yeah. And yeah, that's an interesting point is like, Obviously, we all sort of acknowledge that wrestling is for kids, mm-hmm. but like at this point, it was really it not really for adults at yeah, all. Yeah, yeah. But then, like the baseline is that it's for kids. But then when they do anything that's not, it stands out, and it's like, whoa, holy shit! This yeah, isn't good. This match is good because the last five matches were a clown show. Look, <laughs> <laughs> near literal. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like Commedia dell'arte, like physical comedy, a clown show. Like they yeah. probably went to clown. They school. had a clown at some point. They had a clown gimmick. <laughs> but they like they have all these job gimmicks, mm-hmm. which I really appreciate. Uh, yeah, they the the way that you described it is like they're still finding their direction. Seems very. Yeah, and True. They, nothing they really is wrote through every job. <laughs> yeah, the job gimmick is really good because it's like you know that old SNL skit where like the guys they have somebody come in and it's like the the artists are suing from Napster and they're like there's no beekeeper in the uh the guys who sang the in a I can't remember who sang the YMCA. Where's my why Village my, people? Yeah, yes. like the gag of like nobody downloaded the song and it's the same guy pretending he's the beekeeper from the village people. It's like they're doing the village people level of different jobs. Oh right? yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it, it, I like it because it's it, it's what people think wrestling is yeah. <laughs> to some degree. It's like, and that's fine, but it's like that's what people think. Right? They're like, oh yeah, they had like a, a mean IRS man. That was his gimmick. And it's like yes. Have you yes. seen the guy who's pretty local local to here whose gimmick is that he's a CPA? Yes. <laughs> That's awesome. See, like, I don't know. I love that. It's I wrote, real throwback. I specifically wrote down watching this, this is what people think wrestling is. Like, yeah. I wrote that down. Like, <laughs> this is the stereotypical idea of wrestling, which, like, granted, I understand why us as adult fans want to convince people that it's not this, but... I, but it is. It is. At its yeah. heart, it is. And also, we shouldn't lose appreciation for when it is that, because sometimes it is, it's great. Yeah, it's really exactly. fun. It's really silly. Like... It, I had just I wasn't I wasn't sure what note like what angle I was going to have going into this because I didn't know anything. And I was like, mm-hmm. oh, this is all just fun and like a big mess. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like I almost just sent you guys a bunch of squash matches with fun characters beating jobbers just because that <laughs> I would, that's what it mostly was. <laughs> I would watch all of that for like an hour. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So like they're. Like, Raw started around this time, right? Yeah. Part of the way through this, mm-hmm. like, era. I guess Raw started in 93. Is that 93, 94? They just did their 25 year. So, yeah, yeah so it would be 93. Yeah. So, like, what was what were those early Raws like? I, I can't imagine they were... I, they, I can't imagine they were anything but ads to come see the live shows, right? Yeah, uh, yeah. There are ads to see the live shows, ads to see the pay-per-views. And it's like, you know, it's almost the same as an NXT episode. It's an hour long mm-hmm. kind of squash matches. 
maybe one that's not, and then a main event that's decent. This is sort of making me a raw traditionalist, mm-hmm. even though I have no exposure to it because raw is three hours. Yeah, <laughs> I can't watch that. That's <laughs> nope. just like I sort of like weird like the respect the troops sort of thing on people who do watch <laughs> raw weekly of like wow you love this you're a yeah. warrior <laughs> you are a warrior for sure i had my period where i got mad at my buddy because he was watching the hulu cut of raw and i was still watching the entire show and i was like <laughs> you must suffer as well and now i'm just like no God bless you. I, I can't watch it at all. Watch There's it like, over your coffee if you're going to do it. Do you yeah. ever have a spot where you weren't watching? Because I feel yes. like. I guess it was after WWF beat everybody. It's oh. like after WCW's gone, ECW's gone. I uh, moved out of my parents' house, didn't have great internet, and I was like, I'm not following this anymore. <laughs> I just kind of read the news to see who died. That was kind of yeah, <laughs> which is like that's real heavy, but like uh, that's kind of the thing about no, a long term wrestling fan is that yeah. you're just like, well, let's see, yeah, let's see who's dead this week. <laughs> Sad. Oof. Yeah. Anyway, back to the non steroid era, quote mm-hmm. end quote. Yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah, I mean, like like you're saying, non steroid era allegedly, but like one of the first things you sent us was uh, Lex Luger. <laughs> Who was he like? Were they trying to like make him like the guy? They were. This was the period. Um, I think they had him before, and he was a bad guy, and he wasn't very good at that. So then, Vince was, I guess, in love with his muscles, and was like, "This is the new guy." Yeah. And uh, it just didn't <laughs> didn't uh, pan out. I just I love like because they... he can't talk. He's just. You know, a bag of flour with muscles and a hundred word vocabulary. Yeah. <laughs> He's a big meat man. Yeah, I just yeah. meet the name Lex Luger. It's so funny. It fits. Yeah. 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 Like, it sounds like, you know, so a, a kid on a playground calling you, like, Lex Lugie. <laughs> yeah. It's, yeah, he probably, he probably, like, in my, my, uh, backstory of this character it's like he got that big because he was bullied for his name that's yeah. why he got that big <laughs> he's insecure because people made fun of him for being named lex luger and i always liked uh there's some period on nitro where uh bad guy hogan was calling lex flexi lexi <laughs> you know hogan sucks but he got one good one in there and it's that's flexi not, yeah. lexi that's pretty fucking good <laughs> it does seem like lex luger like that his whole thing is just like like i want to i want to sell action figures of him that's yes. all he's good for yes. he probably can't wrestle he can't talk nope he's he's to sell action figures he looks of. great i guess you know he's like a big muscle man but he's still like kind of looks like a mutant you know, yeah, in his face. <laughs> it's notable that, like, man. out of everyone we watch, like, he's the mutant, too. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> like, Randy Savage is in this for a brief second. That's true. Randy on commentary. Randy Savage is, like, just um, spiritually a mutant, like, yeah. emotionally. He's a one of a kind. He is. We just, we did an episode about him pretty recently. He is a, he is a character. Yeah. I, you know, like, I can't help but love with all of the flaws of which there are many. Yes. Yeah. Yes. No, he's, he's a special man. He's, yeah. he has this, he's a problematic fave, I would say. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but speaking of problematic, uh, this, <laughs> Uh-oh. Yeah. so the thing you sent us was, uh, 
Yokozuna, it was a Yokozuna body slam contest. Yes. And that, I just want to say that this isn't like my favorite shit or sure, anything. Yeah, yeah. But, <laughs> but talking about the new generation, I feel like this is kind of like a tent pole or a, No, this yeah. is like a perfect setup. Yes, yes, right. yes. <laughs> yes, for our listeners. Yeah, Scott, I'm not just think? like, why can't it go back to this? <laughs> <laughs> just waiting. Yeah. More shows on the decks of aircraft carriers. Well, that would be cool. <laughs> that actually would be kind of yeah. sweet. Yeah. <laughs> Especially with the Daniel Bryan character right now, just like cursing the whole thing. Uh, oh, that'd be great. Uh, uh, he'd go back to uh, babyface. Bring it back. <laughs> but I don't know. Was this on aircraft carrier? It seemed like it was. It was. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Hell yeah. Was and it- it's like... It's the 4th of July. I know because they keep saying America's birthday, which is the funniest way to refer to 4th of July. (laughs) In Hawaii? It's like a Vince thing. I guess he wanted to just have his own way of saying 4th of July. (laughs) It makes it seem like America is like another wrestling character. Yeah. Like... It basically is. It's very good. That also makes sense because, like, I always think it's really funny that they sing at, before WWE events. They don't sing the national anthem. Yeah, they sing "America the Beautiful," and uh, like, just you're doing like the off-brand version of patriotism, which is yeah. weird. Pepsi. Yeah. Pepsi patriotism. I've said yeah. this before. I thought it was I, when I first heard it. I thought that they couldn't do the national anthem because it's not real sports. Exactly. And like, oh, no, yeah. it's just, uh, Vince just thinks the song is better, which he's correct. He's correct that it's a better but song. Yeah. <laughs> it's so funny because, yeah, it's like, well, this is like a fake sport, so we'll sing the fake national anthem. <laughs> like, that was the, it made so much it's sense like you're not to allowed. me. <laughs> I've never thought about that. <laughs> it's super strange. No, it was what I thought of when we were at Mania. I was like, oh, weird. <laughs> See, I probably, I probably grew up with, with too much wrestling, so I probably thought that was the national anthem. <laughs> I, you know, I don't want to say Vince is right on all things, but he was correct on that one. Yeah. That is song. a better song. Better song, for sure. But anyway, why don't we set up what this is? It's okay. the 4th of July. <laughs> We're on an aircraft carrier in Hawaii, I, think? I believe so. Oh, that makes it so much worse. Uh, <laughs> We're an aircraft carrier in Hawaii. There oh, is, shit. Yeah, it really yeah, does. Yeah, no, it's that. gross. Okay, wow. yeah. Is that true? No. Yeah. I, I'm pretty sure it's in Hawaii because they there's like a jobber before. And oh, they're crush, like, he's Kona Crush. Kona Crush. And he's from yeah. Hawaii. Yeah. And I think it's, I think it's, yeah, I'm oh, pretty wow. sure. Yeah. So it's a rough setup. <laughs> uh, clearly making some historical allusions there where the yeah. bad guy is a Japanese man. And yes. uh, it was actually just a Samoan dude. Yeah. <laughs> but they have a dude next to him carrying a Japanese flag. Yeah. He's in like traditional dress. <laughs> yeah. It's not good. I mean, is Yokozuna like he is like supposed to be Japanese, He's supposed right? to be He's Japanese. supposed to be a sumo wrestler. Yeah. And I feel like later they kind of softened it and were or said he was like Half went to Japanese. Japan and became the <laughs> right. champion or something just yeah. to kind of be like all right some people are seeing through our <laughs> thing where we Horrific just racism. yeah where they're just like okay a non-white guy you can be anything <laughs> yeah we don't care no one will be able to tell because yeah. we are we are four dummies yeah. uh but yeah and then he also has i can't remember his manager's name mr fuji mr fuji <laughs> who was in an, a macho man match we watched where the commentary called him like the evil man from the orient or yes. something and it's like Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I see what's happening Great. here. Great. Yeah. Love this. <laughs> Not uncomfortable. And like the whole thing is like so it's like a who can body slam him thing and uh 
uh, Kona whatever. Kona Crush. Kona Crush. Crush. Yeah, yeah. Sounds like a cocktail I would drink at <laughs> Dromedary Bar. Exactly. <laughs> Kona Delicious. Crush, please. I think they have that. I'm not even sounds kidding. Great. Um, uh, sounds really good. And then, yeah, and then Macho Man tries. In his, I want to oh, say, yeah. his full American flag outfit. Yeah. And then his hat gets knocked off and they put, this is where I like started crying laughing. <laughs> is they, they picked back up his American flag cowboy hat and put it back on him and he tried one more time because he needed <laughs> the American strength. flag on his head <laughs> along with his vest, bell bottoms and cowboy boots and like <laughs> it's so good and he can't do it and everyone's like no! I know. No! Oh America's losing! Boo! They, I think they also had like football players try as well. Yeah. Like, oh. They just incorporated, yeah. trying to incorporate other they famous people. They can't do it. Yeah. Yokozuna is too big, man. But yeah. then, out of a helicopter. Yes. <laughs> yes. It gives off insane. Who is this hero emerging from a helicopter? It gives off insane, like, mission accomplished war in Iraq vibes. Yeah. Totally. <laughs> I can't I can't remember in the clip, has, uh, in my mind, the helicopter lands and he gets out. I think so. Is it, was it already on the deck or did they land it and then They land out? it. So, like. That's amazing. Clearly, I was like, I was like thinking about like, how do you do this? Because like if a gust of wind happens, they have to like stall for time, which is why I think Randy Savage was in there with the mic. So he could be like the okay, they're landing it. Time for you to be a little freak. Yeah. And he can be a freak (laughs) for whatever amount of time you need because he's a desperate man who needs love. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, And then they land it. And Lex Luger comes in wearing cowboy boots and jeans. Yep. Jeans up to his neck. Yeah. <laughs> that is Vince's vision of a hero. <laughs> it really is. Yeah, it's it's he was plucked from Vince's imagination. Yeah, he would do that again. He would do that every week if he could. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, but anyway... Uh, you sushi loving, real America, blah, blah, blah. He throws the Japanese flag in one direction and then tosses Mr. Fuji out of the ring. Right. <laughs> Which Mr. Fuji, to his credit, like takes a barefoot yeah. bump, like pretty good. Like, yeah, he used to wrestle like in the, I think the seventies or something. Mr. Fuji was their guy. Shout out to Mr. Fuji. Sorry. Yeah. Everyone was horrible to you. Yeah. I'm, you think, deserved dignity. <laughs> uh, and I think this might not be true. But uh, somebody correct me if I'm wrong, but I think Mr. Fuji isn't even Japanese. I feel like oh, Mr. Fuji yeah. oh, no. is from Hawaii or something like that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I might be wrong. I might be wrong. Let's see. Oh, you got it? Okay. Okay. Uh, okay. Good, good. Oh, no, wait. Uh, that's where he died. No, yeah, he's Hawaiian. <laughs> he's Hawaiian. <laughs> Fuck! Uh, he is, I believe, a Japanese Hawaiian, but he is Hawaiian. He's like, Hawaiian. he is not yeah. from Japan. I just, what I love about, what's so exempt, I love the, the like, the casual mentions of death so much. Like, I just tracked who died, and you, like, looking it up, and you, like, just very, like, invitingly, charmingly going, that's where he died. Yeah. He's so, yeah, well, that's wrestling. Because yeah. for a yeah, second sure. I thought maybe he was born in Clarksville, Tennessee, which would have been amazing. <laughs> <laughs> like, that would have kicked ass. Uh, but yeah, this was like a wonderful uh, intro into like, so this is what this is. Yep. It's crazy, over the top, uh, definitely very problematic, um, but also just like an overwhelming spectacle of goofiness. Yeah. It yeah. is... 
like and the audience losing their fucking yeah, shit geez. afterward is like oh no yeah oh no i feel like it's okay to have a parallel to john cena saying osama bin laden yeah. is dead <laughs> like it's the same shit it yeah. is pure propaganda like vince, vince like wants to be near, minister of propaganda yeah, i really is, think he could as frightening as it i sounds. think it's honestly so absurd and it's really scary if you were a person who was like you know of paying attention to it for these reasons and mm-hmm. not for the entertainment spectacle, I wouldn't blame you if you were like, I need a Xanax and to turn <laughs> yeah. this off. I think the the frightening thing is like, I think Vince genuinely wants to be minister of propaganda. And also I think he would be really good at it. Oh, oh and that sucks. Yeah. Like that is yeah. really dark to think about. <laughs> well, the next thing you had us watch, thankfully it was just two sweet brothers from Canada. Yep. Uh, mad at each other so no no racism a lot of ageism in this i don't know if you heard the commentary just like the i don't know who the heel commentator was on this do you have it was lawler Lawler. just like for some reason so it's it's bret hart uh versus owen hart at wrestlemania 10 and for some reason jerry lawler the whole time is just like making fun of their parents for being old yeah it's so weird oh yeah they keep being like get her another vial in the hospital she's gonna need a second drip and it's like jesus christ what is wrong (laughs) with you i'm sure like Stu and Helen Hart were probably both younger than The Undertaker is now. <laughs> yeah. yeah like, and they're talking about Jurassic Park jokes and stuff. They, like, imply that they were abusive, too, at one point. Like, the commentary on this is, like, I think the commentary is part of what makes this so of an era. Because, uh-huh. like, WWE, I think they're better at optics now. So, like... For the most part. Yeah, Jerry Lawler is like a creep devoid of empathy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's a very unsympathetic man. We love to not be sued, so that's what we'll say on that. Uh, <laughs> it is funny, though, when they do, when you do hear, like, a Jurassic Park reference or something in this, because, like, I don't have... I wasn't really watching wrestling at this time. Like, I'm a, I'm definitely was o- have only been a fan for a few years, but, like, I would sort of see things here and there, mm-hmm. like, as a kid. Um... But like, it's it's just weird because like wrestling timelines, you you can think of them as sort of running parallel but not crossing over into like the regular world. Yeah. And so when I hear like a Jurassic Park reference, and I'm like, oh, this is then. Yeah. Like this, I would have guessed this could have been a thousand years ago. Like I have no idea. It's just very strange. And when you to see me. like the celebrities they use, yeah. you're like, oh, Donnie Wahlberg. <laughs> Jenny Garth, my favorites are all here. <laughs> all the best. Yeah. All my guys, they got them. Is this on Fox? I bet it is. <laughs> the funny thing about Bret Hart is, uh, like, when I was watching Wrestling Weekly, I watched it like my mom would watch it with me sometimes. Aww. And Bret Hart is her favorite wrestler. <gasps> oh, I could like, see that being yeah, a mom thing and for still, sure. Still, like to this day, I'll be like, Mom, like I'll ask her about Bret Hart and she's like, Oh, he's so hot. <laughs> you should he does. Like that's a Michigan lady's idea of a bad boy is this Canadian Aww. <laughs> Canadian dude. You know what cameo tights, is, right? The what? Do you know what cameo is, right? Mm-hmm. Uh Bret Hart's on cameo. You should get your mom a brother. Oh he's, he's 125 a video, but like I would help you chip in for your mom. <laughs> oh, that would be so great. Oh, Listeners, I've his sample videos, they are low effort. <laughs> for Listeners, sure. Kickstarter, 
get oh Scotland's mom a nice hello from Bret Hart. That would be amazing. <laughs> Mother's Day is coming up. I feel like yeah. it'd be one of those things where I would be crying and she would be like, okay, cool. <laughs> pretty cool, Scotty. I kind of <laughs> regret not getting the Dalton Castle ones when he had the Christmas sale. Yeah. Yeah. He had some good ones. There's time. Don't yeah. worry. So yeah, it's WrestleMania 10. It's at Madison Square Garden. That's cool because we're going to be there uh, in a few weeks and I'm excited about it. Yeah. Or will have been there. Or will have been there by the time this comes out. Yeah. Um, Wasn't that a great show? <laughs> Boy, it was. We all we had a great time. We met and he spat on us but was nice. He's our best friend now and uh, look forward to the Okada episode soon. <laughs> Just manifesting this into the world. I love to do the secret. <laughs> but uh, I like I like the like weird space door they come out of in this. Yeah. It's they don't have a ramp yet. Like they don't do like a big huge I entrance. Think it, and it's also because Madison Square Garden is set up weirdly, so they have weird side entrance instead of what whatever they would normally do. Yeah, it's like the there's not a lot of space between like where you could come in from in a ring. So you yeah. just are like, I'm here now. Yep. I feel like there was I think I read about it. I don't know if it was at a rumble or at WrestleMania a couple years ago where they had like a weird ramp with a taxi cab that like John Cena burst out of at a rumble or a mania that people like lost their minds for. I know a while ago there was a mania where the ramp was so long they had to cart people down it. Yeah. I know that happened. Big guys. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Which means there's like a really good picture of like the undertaker standing very solemnly on the back of a golf cart. <laughs> yeah, it's just a little a little bumper car. I wish they had designed like a specific car, like the like the pussy wagon from Kill Bill, and it's like sitting in someone's driveway somewhere of like WrestleMania twenty four. That is like a very funny thing to think about because like I've only I've only ever done anything like that once. I did um the Oddball Festival. Do you remember that? Uh-huh. And it was like these festivals that would play at these huge, huge arenas, these comedy festivals. And they would get like a few local people at each stop to do like the pre-show, which means you're performing in a huge arena for like 20 people because no one is there yet. In the middle of the day. In the middle of the day. Did you ever do one of those? No. (laughs) It was... It was, I did Fun 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 Fest. Oh, I did that, which day. is yeah. kind of similar, yeah. uh, like performing the middle of the day for three people. Mm-hmm. But like at those big arenas like that, they do cart you around on golf carts like because it's too big to like walk from place to place. And now I'm just thinking about, man, big giant men in tiny little golf carts. Very <laughs> funny. Yeah, Mark Henry <laughs> just sitting on the back of one of those. It's awesome. Yeah, he has to hang off the back. Yeah. The closest I've come to that is my mom and I went to a wine festival last year and there was like a like golf cart that took you from the parking lot to like where it was. And it was like fun. Just like there were ladies at the end of the day who were so drunk that they were like, go on another round. Let's do it. I want to Hell yeah. <laughs> Dude, golf carts rule. They're really fun. Have you guys ever had four wheeling? Yes. Oh, it's yeah. so fun. It kills about three middle schoolers a year. <laughs> we should get back to Owen and Brett. My Owen and got Brett. A three-wheeler accident. Oh, no. When, when we were kids. He's fine now. Okay. Best of luck to him. I bet Owen and Brett have gone four-wheeling. They were oh, like for sure. rural Canada boys. Yeah. Probably. Uh, yeah. This match is good. Um, there's a lot of good leg things. Mm-hmm. Uh, good singlets. I liked that. Also, it's crazy this was the first match on the card. It was so good. Yeah. Well, Brett, Brett wrestled two matches that night. Oh, okay. That, was, that, that explains it. That was the it. thing. Yeah, because they had 
Brett and Lex both won the Royal Rumble at the same. They went over the top at the same time, ah. and so they had some convoluted way. So they would both That's so wrestle Vince. two matches <laughs> and get a shot at I Yokozuna. See. Yeah, and it was because they started falling out of love with Lex Luger because they were like, "This is the guy. This is the guy." Eh, maybe it's not. Maybe maybe yeah. we need a, another need yeah. to invest our our time elsewhere. Yeah. Maybe we should have seen if he knows more than a hundred words. <laughs> yeah, exactly. you, it, the way you put it is perfect. <laughs> like, this guy knows a hundred words. That's <laughs> just drinks out of his mixer. <laughs> yeah, that, I like your. He only drinks protein shakes yeah. straight from the blender. <laughs> And then just cuts a promo like right away. And Whoa! It's, <laughs> it's just protein drink water to clear it out. Yeah. <laughs> blender and somas, good combo. Just throws a couple somas into the protein shake. Yeah. Why not? It's all going in the same place. <laughs> the toilet. <laughs> Were you? No, this was before your time. This is Correct. my time. This, this is your is time. time. So yeah. did you watch this live? I did. I <gasps> remember that that WrestleMania. It's funny that I hear people like talk trash about it because when I was a kid, I was like, this is the greatest the WrestleMania of seen. all time. You know? <laughs> it has that awesome ladder match, the uh, Shawn Michaels, Razor Ramon ladder match. Oh, yeah. That's from that show. I did um, watch the like... Um, because this was the first match, so I watched mm-hmm. like the opening, oh, yeah, yeah. which was like a very fun time capsule of just a lot of odds and ends, yeah. just and a lot what, of weirdos. What's going on? Like, because <laughs> like that match is good, the ladder match is good, and then there's just a whole bunch of junk on that show. <laughs> that rules. Yeah, I, it's funny because like another thing you had us watch was uh, one two three kid, which Rachel, do you know who that is? No, but I I couldn't. Oh, he's like he feel. I feel like he's like Marco Stunt's father, <laughs> dude. Maybe. Yeah. Uh, it's X Pac. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. What a sweet little baby. I know he's yeah. such a baby. He's so small. Oh. He does kind of look like he could. Uh, maybe X Pac is Marco Stunt's dad. That would be good. Good way to bring in Marco Stunt if they ever want to do that. Let's start this rumor. <laughs> I like it. Um, but yeah, it's him versus Hakushi, who we all saw at, at the uh, Janela show. Lost in New York. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And so it was like wild seeing him in his prime. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, he was so good. He looked so fucking cool. He yeah. looked so scary in the right way. <laughs> yeah. I, I didn't like... Uh, how many times Vince called him the modern day kamikaze? Yeah, that was, was not like, cool. Ooh, <laughs> I mean, I know it's a shocker that Vince has issues with race, but yeah. like, no, yeah, it was very uncomfortable. Yeah, and it was like, like a lot. He said yeah. it a lot. It's like Vince knows two things about Japanese people. <laughs> so, something about they were Hawaii. behind Pearl Harbor yeah. and they like sushi. <laughs> yeah. Yep. It's, <laughs> But this was this was another opener. This yeah, was another this first was a, match. Yeah, it was a hot open too. And, yeah, uh, yeah, it was really good. Like uh, I just think of X Pac as like I know he was the guy that no one liked. Yep. And uh, he's fucking good at wrestling. Yeah, and this, this is when they liked him. This uh, is the like I would say wrestling wise. This is like the like technically speaking, I think this is the best match. Yeah, it's yeah. it's a lot of fun, and it's it's really like a lot of matches now are kind of like that match. It seemed yes. like it could have happened on raw now yeah i in some ways i very much agree um but also it being first i also watched the weird odds and ends yes, that were happening that's a good one and there's a lot of yeah. like just 
uh like it's king mabel king mabel that was i was <laughs> who thinking i of, met <laughs> you met king mabel i met king mabel when i was a teenager he was it was after he had left uh wwf he was working some indie show and i stuck around afterwards to try and meet the wrestlers mm-hmm. and it, and the top guys on the show were uh King Mabel and Stevie Richards. Nice. Wow. And uh, yeah, yeah, big show. And uh, <laughs> and a guy named Corporal Punishment who was Fuck like yeah. he was in like army man clothes and then had his face painted like Surfer Sting, but, but army style. Oh, great. yeah. Oh, so that's really good. Waited around, saw saw King Mabel. And I was like, oh, King Mabel. Like, I don't know if I asked for an autograph or, or a picture or whatever. And he goes, kiss my feet, peasant. <laughs> That kicks ass. Yeah. And it was like, it was kayfabe in my face. Like, I thought I was like a little smart fan, you know, as right. a teenager. And he just fucking shut me down. Hello, and, sweetie. Come yeah. to Karachi. And so I had like oh, this, man. in my mind, I had this feud with King Mabel. And I was like, man, I hate that guy. He was rude to me. And then years later, I went to an ECW show. And they had like a mystery partner or whatever in one of the matches, and it was Mabel. Hell and I was yeah! Like, You're back to haunt me <laughs> <Yeah>. again. <laughs> Go away! Kiss <laughs> my feet, peasant. Kicks ass. <laughs> that's so good, and that's so great. Because can you imagine how much fun he had with that? Like, <laughs> like after a comedy show, if you could just be like your whatever your your persona is and just shut someone <laughs> yeah. down if you don't feel like chatting, man. <laughs> See, that's we were just talking off mic about ruining kayfabe for Nick Gage, who has good manners. Like, I feel like Nick Gage should just tell me to fuck off next time I say hi to him. Like, like, I respect that. Would buy it. I buy that stuff. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, so there's like a lot of weird stuff. They are talking. They are the commentary during this one, two, three kid Hakushi match is pumping up the King Mabel match. It gets mentioned. They were really trying for King Mabel to be (laughs) a star. He was so huge. Uh, yeah, he was very large. <laughs> Unlike these dudes who I was thinking about this because like um, Hakushi does like the like Sasuke special thing, like the back handspring thing over the ropes. Oh, yeah, yeah. Neat little jobby. And uh, I mean, if you think about like, again, trying to put all of these things in context with other things, because we did an episode about um, the Super J Cup. Yes, I listened to that one. That one was great. Oh, thank, thank you. Thank you. Yeah, because I, I it, it, it spoke to me because I as a tape trader, that was one of the tapes that I got and blew my mind. That's totally. like why I got into Japanese wrestling and just kind of got away from other stuff. It was, yeah. So I love that episode. That was good. Thank, Thank you. you. Yeah. yeah. But like, I was thinking about that during this. Cause it's like, that was a year before this. And like this, like you said, this is a very modern seeming match. Like this mm-hmm. could very much be on a uh, raw today. And you'd be like, cool. This is this is this yeah, is good. good match. Raw good did good this week. right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, like cruiserweight wrestling yep. for sure. But like when you compare it to something like that, it's like this is a very different thing. Like yeah. the, this, even when you have a Japanese dude doing a Sasuke special, it's like this is still not the same thing as like Japanese cruiserweight wrestling. Like yeah. it had not bled over to to here yet. But it seems no. like maybe it's starting to. But. Yeah, this was dope, and I got to see Tiny Baby X-Pac. Yeah. I love his uh, one, two, three that they do for mm-hmm. his entrance. It was so cute. I uh, almost sent you his uh, like debut. It was like a big deal. Like he, uh, it was the era of of squash matches, and he was just known as the kid. And he was 
getting squashed by uh, Razor Ramon, and he ended up just beating him. And that's how he started his career. Oh, that rule. Yeah. Oh, can you send us that afterward? We'll yes. put it in the bonus. Yeah. Yeah, that's great. Because, like, he does have the look of local jobber. Yeah, he was just for like, sure. and I think he did, like, jobs before that, and then they just kind of pushed him, and that's how they gave him the one, two, three name and everything. Yeah. Like his career was made with one match. It's so awesome to, to, that rules. to have that pinpoint and be like, that his life changed right there. He oh. did it. Yeah. Wow. And then he got really big and now he has a cute dog. Mm-hmm. With his tongue hanging out. It's great. Such a good dog. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, so now uh, I want to talk about some of the other weird promos you sent us. Because yes. you sent us a bunch. And yeah. uh, they ruled. They're great. <laughs> yeah, I think it's, it's a fun time for characters, you know? If you don't... <laughs> If you like your wrestling serious, then I could see why someone wouldn't like uh, a lot of stuff from this era. But yeah, uh, it it seems like everyone's having a nice time. We I really <laughs> liked the uh, the IRS promo you sent yes. us, uh, which you know who that is. I told you who that guy is. He is uh, Bray Wyatt and Bo oh, Dallas's dad. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I didn't put that together. Yeah. Oh man. Oh yeah, cuz I saw him as like the older IRS guy, but like Right. You saw him on the Connect. We, I saw him on the Bob Barker episode. The Price is yeah. Right <laughs> episode of Raw. Yes. A classic. <laughs> it's really good. Yeah. It is uh, I It's have, the best of the guest hosts ones, I that's think. That's why I selected it for that episode cuz like I mean like and I said it on there so not to like retread it too hard. Bob Barker is the same sort of like antiquated racism and sexism that like Vince thinks he is yes so like it makes complete sense (laughs) I also feel like Erwin R. Scheister making an appearance on that episode makes complete sense because it's just like oh all the silly stuff yeah he's doing a promo in this promo you sent us he's cutting a promo on a corpse on a in someone in a grave that he is allegedly Seems to have dug up to yell at. That's why he did it. I want to give a shout out to the camera angle in this being from the angle of like the dead body because they do it from like in the pit. Yeah. yeah. There's some very experimental stuff yeah, going like on here. Breaking Bad episode. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Bushi Osprey who. Yeah. It's, it's wonderful. Also, I wrote down... Um, Iris is like kind of hot, which was weird to me. Like I thought he was like kind of handsome and... That was like a strange emotion to have while he's like yelling at a casket. I was like, he's like kind of hot. I don't know. I'm just throwing that out there. That was the one note I took. It's it's very good. It's also good that he's like, he's dressed like an accountant, but like if an accountant were, if, if there were a male stripper whose gimmick was a accountant. Yes. But this other promo that we watched, I feel like we want to devote special attention to. The Bob Backlund one. Oh my uh, God. Uh, that it, blew my mind as a child. And it's still like one of my favorite promos of all time. It's so good. What did child you think of that? I thought it was amazing. I, I would put my friends in the crossface chicken wing. I, I, again, I don't know why I liked the heels as a kid. There's something wrong you're with like, me, I guess. You're just a nice person. Yeah, like, that's sure. very, you're not like a, you're not like a dick. Yeah. Maybe you just get, that's how you get it out is you like root think, for the bad yeah, guys. I guess so. And they're, they just seem like they're having more fun too. That is very All true. All the bad guys are having a blast. Yeah. And uh, they, they get to be pricks. <laughs> what? Did, but like, I'm just... If I were a kid, so the promo is like, it's set up so weird because it's like a heel turn based on something like from years before. Yeah, Can you explain it, was, this? it was like they brought Bob Backlund back 
like he was their golden boy pre Hogan. He was like he was their pre Kurt Angle. Yeah, yeah, and he looked like um like Opie. Yeah, you know? he really just does. like all American, and that was their guy in the pre Hogan time. Then they brought him back in this time, but he he turned on his old manager who threw in the towel for him ten years earlier, and they just brought him in as a crazy old man, even though he's like again younger than the Undertaker. <laughs> yeah, he looks like he's like maybe early forties. Yeah, like he's and not that like, old. He again, old man, <laughs> thirty six. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but you know, maybe it is the the clean living because his yeah. whole promo is that he has never eaten a marijuana. Yeah. <laughs> he, he has never cussed in front of his children. I love that when he's yelling. First at the crowd, then straight into the camera, and he's like, "How many of you swear in front of your kids?" And everyone's like, like, "Me." Yeah, Ooh, I, I think all of us here at this wrestling show. It's so crazy. I can't. And it like it goes off the rail. It's so nuts. But like, yeah, it's perfect. It must have been so fun to boo. He keeps trying to call them like plebs or something, but he's keep he keeps calling them Publians. Yeah, which I was like, is he trying to say like publican? Like he's like a history. Publian, he can't say it and yeah. it's great it's okay. really good i like especially watching you watch it i realized what was making me cry laughing about it so specifically is that it sounds like a guy who just lost in family court <laughs> <laughs> that's his motivation <laughs> I, d- I never ate marijuana it's like it's alex jones saying i had a I big bowl of chili tournaments. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I paid for kids tournaments i'm a good father god damn it i never swore in front of them i ate, never ate marijuana in front of them why do all these people get their kids and i don't that's that's what it is oh man you are dead on that is so right i say that I knew I had to like, save it for when we run up here. I was like, I got it. That's really good. I also do want to talk about the Jeff Jarrett one because oh it, yeah, it I just rules. I've never eaten marijuana. Is like it's and it throws feel, Vince. You see Vince's face and he's like, yeah, what? It yeah, was, he's like he Bob Backlund goes off on this whole thing and then Vince is like, what about the crossface chicken wing? Yeah, like, he tries it's to like, bring at it back. That moment Vince was like, all right, we should start scripting promo. <laughs> yeah, like he was so wrong. This yeah, rule. Yeah. It was a genuine privilege to watch you go into that cold. That version of Bob Backlund won the title. At some oh, point. hell yeah. Yeah, he won it from <laughs> Brett and then lost it to Diesel at a house show in oh. eight seconds. Nice. Yeah, he just got power bombed and beaten. I one, remember that. The as one, a two, kid. three, four, five, six, seven, eight kid. <laughs> yeah. That's who he is. <laughs> But yeah, and then you sent us a Jeff Jarrett promo, which is basically just like a local commercial for a used car salesman. Yeah. Like, it's so that energy. Um, but, <laughs> but it did give Jeff, me my new... That's his entire energy. Yeah, that's like yeah. his whole vibe. That's his whole career. It did give me my new uh, mic check phrase, which is J-E-F-F-J-A-R-R-E-T. That's what I'm going to say every time we check mics. It's just him like insult it's like quick cuts of him just insulting other wrestlers which yeah, is and, good. Or, and other no, country other country yeah. music singers yeah. yeah it's so weird like there's some fan who's like getting mad at that like what did he say about Willie? <laughs> yeah, that's what it is. It's not even talking about wrestlers. He's talking about fucking Willie Nelson being old and being like a better singer than Billy Ray Cyrus. Yeah. It's so strange. And he even says in the promo he's like 
my first love is country music. It's like, shouldn't it be wrestling? Yeah. What is this for? <laughs> it's so strange. Hank Williams doesn't know shit. <laughs> it's like, are you, do you know what your job is? Like, are you, you More than anyone on earth, Jeff Jarrett knows what his job is. That is very And his job is to grift. Yeah, make that money. Global Force Gold. <laughs> I really want to do an episode where I just uh, read Rachel Jeff Jarrett's like life story because I, I think it would be really yeah. good. That man I, has been through so much. He really has. And, and people just can't get over his country music gimmick. <laughs> I can't. It's the best. I feel like we should film reenactments of his life. That should be Ooh. a goal Fund for the show. Fund Jeff Jarrett biopic. Fund reenactments of like sections of Jeff Jarrett's life. We could wow. make a Global Force Gold commercial. Yeah. I feel like people would watch that. So another thing you gave us to watch, Scotland, uh, was actually something what we have already covered, which I think this is the first time this has ever happened. Um, you gave us the Shawn Michaels Diesel No Holds Barred match, yes. which kicks ass. We watched it for um, the episode about Kevin Ash we did with uh, Colette. And uh, I feel like it's interesting because like we got it for one reason with Colette, which is like this is one of the only good Diesel matches. Yes. <laughs> but then I feel like with you, we got it for a different reason, which is a man hits another man with a prosthetic leg. <laughs> exactly. I was like, well, I can't live. I can't leave this off the list. <laughs> I think it's important that in the Colette episode, we mostly talked about the prosthetic. We leg. did. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it definitely did not go unnoticed yeah. or unmentioned. Uh, that's such a great spot. Holy. Cow. It's really good. It's and really good. They, I, I don't want to belabor it too much because we have talked about it before, but like the way they set it up where they, they do the like one shot of the guy mm-hmm. and then you see him and then it's like 20 minutes later and you've forgotten about the guy and then he cut. It's so good. It's it's, it's magic. It's literally like sleight of hand. Yeah. <laughs> and it's, he pulls the leg off and the crowd doesn't even know what to think. They're just like, wait, 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 what? <laughs> This certainly can't be going where I think it is. (laughs) Oh, (laughs) oh my. And then we watched another really silly match uh, that that I loved, which was uh, Shawn Michaels versus Mankind. And uh, uh, it's another in your house. Yeah. In your house. Mind games. Which I have a question Mm -hmm. in your house. Not a pay-per-view anymore. What is the like? Is there like a theme or is it just like? It's called In Your House because there's a set and it's a house. Yeah, that's basically it. It was okay. uh, that's fine. They decided to start making more money, and they, were like, <laughs> they made the choice. Yeah, they were like, "Let's do more pay per views, but this, but we'll make them shorter. They're mm. they're two hours, and they they were just called In Your House. I think they gave away a house. And oh was, hell yeah, and that was the gimmick. Oh, <laughs> that's a good yeah. gimmick. They gave away a house to a kid. <laughs> That's like a Disney movie. (laughs) Yeah. And then you have to live in it. I feel like that's a very carny thing to do to give away a house because a house is actually a terrible thing to win because (laughs) even if you win it and it's a great house, then you have to pay taxes on that nice house. Yeah. And uh, if a kid won it, sorry, kid, (laughs) call up Erwin R. Scheister. Your life's over. (laughs) A kid getting saddled with a hoa fee is really good. It's so funny. It's really, really good. Do you guys do you guys remember in like the late like the early to mid nineties, John Cougar Mellon Camp, MTV did a giveaway a little pink house <laughs> contest. Yes. But it was on like they wound up 
uh, having to pay the person who wanted a shitload of money because it was on like a chemical waste site. Fuck yeah. Like Fuck yeah. I don't have all the of details course. right. I could wiki it, but like I trust everyone listening to this to be like, what's the deal with it? But I remember they talked about it on like uh, MTV 20 years retrospective, like mm-hmm. on MTV where they were like, we really fucked up. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. We, we totally can't gave talk that- about this fully. Yeah. <laughs> we totally gave that family cancer. Whoops. <laughs> Yikes. No, they immediately like it were like, oh, it's on a chemical waste site, and they just like paid the woman out. Like, nice. sorry, don't move here. <laughs> we probably used lead paint. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. A kid winning it. We gotta find the one where the kid wins the house. That sounds rad. Yeah. That's I think like, it's the first one. Do you remember when Oreo gave away a cookie? Uh, not a cookie. Oreo gave away <laughs> a car and it had the cookie had the like the word car on it and like a like a 15 year old won it and her parents were like sell that shit what the fuck (laughs) (laughs) of course get a semester of college you idiot (laughs) you don't need this oreo car (laughs) you don't need a volkswagen beetle there was a family in my town that won a mountain dew car (gasps) and the car just had a custom mountain dew wrap around it it was so funny because they just had to drive around with a mountain dew car like the whole time i was in school it's great. <laughs> I would drive the Mountain Dew car now. Now, yeah. oh, absolutely! I'd like sleep in the Mountain Dew car. Yeah, it's the Action Burger van for sure. I would sleep in the Mountain Dew car. It's really funny. <laughs> Give me a home. Yeah. <laughs> what, what was your Mountain Dew segue? Oh, just like uh, when they had them like do surge on a. You know, Mountain Dew is pretty much the soda of the people who were into this at the time. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah That's yeah. a good... <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, just sit down with a nice two liter and watch In Your House. <laughs> Fuck yeah, dude. It's wow, four that's, kids, that's, you know. That okay. is my life. <laughs> the, font of, I, I, the font of In Your House is so like Fox Children's cartoon yeah. programming in the mid-90s. It reminded me of uh, the In Living Color logo. That's what it reminded yeah. me of. All the geometric, like... Mm-hmm. It's very festive. In living uh, color for white people. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, uh, speaking of festive, uh, Shawn Michaels' gear is so beautiful. Yes. His whole vibe, I just am like in such awe of as someone who didn't watch wrestling during this time period. Like the wrestler that like the most, probably the most people, like not everybody, but like if you pulled like most people agree is like the best wrestler yeah, of all that's time. That's my favorite wrestler. He's your favorite guy. Yeah. And my mom's favorite is Bret Hart. So, you know, Yikes. what a household. Yeah. <laughs> Who does your dad like? He doesn't talk about it. <laughs> He'll reveal it. Someday. I should text him and ask him his favorite wrestler. Oh, please do. We'll Ooh. put it in the episode notes. Yeah, It'll be okay. good. But okay. like, so like the best wrestler of all time, like one of the most popular wrestlers ever to be. His gimmick is basically like I'm a hot, sexy guy. Yeah, and I'm a male I, prostitute. Yeah, and I love leather. Yeah. And like my theme song is me singing about how I'm a sexy boy. <laughs> <laughs> and everyone was like, "Fuck yes!" Yeah. Also, we still hate gay people because it's the <laughs> mid '90s. But this rules. Yeah, but somehow this <laughs> is the man I want to be. Exactly. <laughs> it's so interesting to me. It's very, very strange, but also like very cool. And, and he comes uh, out with an old man. <laughs> <laughs> He's yeah. always covered in glitter. Like his gear yeah. in this match is 
beautiful. He has these like long chain earrings. Like it's he's just very flamboyant. Mm-hmm. He's very decorated. I guess it's sort of the glam rock thing too. Yeah, it, like it, it's I guess it's that same time or a little after. I mean, people will still were like deluding themselves that George Michael was straight during this era. That's true. Wait, no, freedom. Uh, it's it's around it, mm-hmm. you know. But like that aesthetic is still very much in. I'm thinking of the uh, best friend shoot interview show for Juice Robinson, where Juice Robinson says, turn the game meter up to 11, boom, rock and roll. <laughs> that is very accurate. Yeah. <laughs> was that when he was talking about Elton John? Uh, it was, he was talking about, so he said, someone was, he was like, oh, someone said that my gimmick, it seems like I'm always on poppers. What does that mean? And they were like, that means they think you're a gay guy. And he was like, really? And they were like, uh, yeah. <laughs> Have you seen your gimmick? Yeah. And he was like, so they just were talking about how like in wrestling, like being a little, having your gimmick be a little gay is like awesome. Like yeah. it makes you cool. Yeah. So. That's why we love juice. Yeah, like, exactly. Sure. This It's in his name. They call him the flamboyant juice Robinson. <laughs> that's like the whole thing. Yeah. And he's just, El- he's just Elton John right now. Totally. Yeah. yeah. But anyway, Shawn Michaels, definitely very flamboyant. Um, and like against a, Again, just a person in a Halloween costume. Really, yeah. mankind. <laughs> like, <laughs> Speaking of Halloween costumes, I feel like we could do a whole episode just talking about Paul Bearer. Uh, Dude. <laughs> so I, before watching this match, I had never heard Paul Bearer speak. Really? And Same. I was... <gasps> thrown for a loop yeah <laughs> oh my undertaker <laughs> that it rules yeah it's so good he's tiny tim he is a weirdo <laughs> oh my god yeah you're right yeah so i made nate watch par- producer nate watch part of this match and he was like is this the guy who i think is sven Gooley all the time is that why mm. i'm mixing the two up and i was like yes that is Paul Bearer, for sure. <laughs> Every time I see Paul Bearer now, I think about how uh, co-producer LB often jokes that they look like Paul Bearer, <laughs> which is like I, a very unflattering comparison that I would not make. But the fact that they have made it makes me go, that's very funny. That's Hall of Fame of cell phones. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like You don't really look like Paul Bearer, but you look enough like Paul Bearer that I think that rules. Like, that's yeah. really funny. <laughs> Hi, Elby. We love you. <laughs> Thank you for all your help. I'm sorry I've repeated this on uh, on Mike, but yeah, there's and they, uh, there's a casket which I love. Yeah, mankind comes out of the casket because I guess it's like at that period where he's feuding with the Undertaker for a long time and got his manager and he stole Paul Bearer yeah. and, yeah. and the I love stealing the rights to a casket. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think I'm going to start to come to the ring in a casket now. Why not? You're already stealing everyone's moves. Why not? I like I like the idea of him trying to act like, no, I also, I just thought of it too. Like parallel construction. <laughs> just like sometimes you both arrive at the same thing. And like, Oh, you're doing the casket thing too? Ooh, ooh. Well, I'm still going to do it. <laughs> Yeah, it's uh, it's it's pretty fun. It's pretty yeah. good. It it becomes like a pretty pretty brawly. Uh, yeah, and uh, Mick Foley says this is his favorite match in his whole career. Really? Yeah, Aww. that's cool. After all the the things he's done, I guess it's because he's not like flying off a cage and <laughs> losing too many brain cells. He's probably like, all right, that's a good one. Yeah, I mean, he definitely still like wants to like. He he definitely hates his body and wants yeah. it to die in, in yeah. this match. But like 
compared to a lot of McFoley matches, it's not too bad. Yeah, there's no. He only goes face first into the turnbuckle or the stairs like nine times. It's like fine. (laughs) It's his self care, really. (laughs) Yeah, he's doing all right. But uh, yeah, it's pretty pretty sweet. And uh, then all this shenanigans happen at the end. Yeah, then Vader runs out, and I. I like I gave you these matches and then I watched them again to just make sure that they were good. And while that while I'm watching that match, I remember that there's a run in at the end. And I was like, ah, oh, damn it. But I couldn't remember who ran in. So I'm just like thinking the whole time, like, is it comma the supreme fighting machine? <laughs> is it Adam bomb? I'm just running all these bad gimmicks. And it's Vader, who is great. Yeah. I love Vader. Have it's you guys IP. done a Vader episode yet? We have not. Not yet. We should. Yeah. Vader, he ruled. Come back. <laughs> Not my Do a Vader, Vader episode. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I also have a confession to make about this is that during this match, I like it because so, like I'm new to this and so I have a lot of like blank spots. So mm-hmm. like for a while when people said HBK, I was like, who the fuck are they talking about? Because I knew who Hillary Shawn Michaels was. Bottom Clinton. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so HBK is Shawn Michaels. And then I was like, Y H B K, hot boy kid, <laughs> hot like, boy kid. I yeah. thought I like truly was like hot trying to figure out the acronym capital. for H B K for so long, and then watching this match, I was like, oh, heartbreak oh. kid, it's on his ass. <laughs> I had no idea. Like this entire I don't think they time, even say it anymore. I this entire time, no, I say H B K. Yeah, I've been sitting there like. I know I can just ask somebody, but like, <laughs> I should probably try to start figuring this out myself. <laughs> and like, you can't be like, guys, what is HBK? I've been <laughs> lost for months. And so this is me confessing it because I finally figured it out. But like, the, I've been like, hot boy king, uh, hot, hot boy king, hot, boy king. <laughs> hot burger Kong, Hillary Brodham Clinton, Hillary really. Brodham Clinton <laughs> with a K. Dude, we should do, this is just my pitch for a bonus episode. Uh, you asking me all the things that you're, you've been scared to like ask, Ooh. help me clarify, help you clarify. That's uh, a all it means is that like, <laughs> I've done a bad job. Like that's all it means. No, that's, this isn't necessarily like you. This is me like being weirdly insecure on a show where the, format is me asking a question saying help me and I'm afraid to be like hot hot, what so yeah like and then this match ending with like Undertaker being like fuck you is really great he's surprising the casket oh I just think about like being in like the row and being told is like watching his giant body like get in there and lay down is so funny where he has to like silently do it too yeah (laughs) i uh the one other thing i wanted to say about like the thing that a thing that happens in this match like that was cool i really like when people do that spot where they're like oh no the ropes are choking me oh yeah i think that's so scary scary yeah Yeah. that's easy to fuck up yeah yeah especially when they do like a weird flip into it which like a lot of times they do like Maybe that's why people don't do it anymore. Yeah, I mean that's awful. how he lost his ear. Oh right! Yeah, oh, I forgot about it, that. Because like in Germany, it like tightened around his head so much, that uh, it pulled his ear off. Uh, uh, <laughs> forgot about that. Well, okay, well that explains why people don't do that yeah. anymore. Well, I also was thinking like maybe it had something to do with like Owen own heart related too, but like yeah. I don't know when that happened or if this. Well, was that after he was that. a different. He he fell off a thing. Yeah, but yeah. like you don't know what they were like. Okay, no more of that. Oh yeah, yeah where they were did, like we have to be like, safer. Stop the stunt show for a bit. Yeah, yeah. 
Um, well, it's like they don't blade anymore either. Not that I'm like asking them to bring that back. I think yeah. that's that's fine. I want them to bring it back. What? I want them to bring it back. I think I just that blade thing more. I watched, blood is cool. Every is, once in a while, blood is cool. But like, yeah, it's, special occasions. It's cool when it's a surprise. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't need to be every time. Yeah, yeah. That's, like that's I. True. I you know, I was a little shitty teenager, so I loved ECW. Yeah. Because it, it was like, you watch all this this stuff, the clown show, and then you see ECW, and you're like, oh, but this is real. This is real. Yeah, this, this is this for grown-ups, and it's and real. And it's like, people are bleeding in every match. <laughs> <laughs> what I Split loved, the difference. One of the little details I loved about this match is there's a point where, like, they're trying to tell you that like mankind's like he can't feel his leg because oh. he's so fucked up. Oh yeah! And he grabs a pen and he moves his hand like a half inch away from his leg and stabs next to it. And you're like, oh, he stabbed himself. Yeah. No, he didn't. It was great. Yeah, and they're great. trying to explain it. They're like, he's stabbing his knee to get the feeling back. It's like <laughs> next to his leg. He like maybe pinched a hair. <laughs> But when they have this spot where they flip off the turnbuckle and go through the tables, I'm pretty sure they worked the audio on it. So if you go back and watch, they go through the table and then like a split, like a full like half second goes by and then you hear like a crunch thing. And I'm pretty sure they had somebody next to a mic with like a thinner piece of plywood to like break it in Mm. half to enhance the sound. Because on the on the replay, the sound is more in line. Oh, Conspiracy theory. Maybe which is so. Interesting. I yeah. like it. I mean, not that I care. I'm glad there was less crunch. Yeah. But I like those old table spots, though, because it's not like like now where they have like the collapsible thing. Right. Yeah. It's like a play set. But like this is like a table. <laughs> yeah. And the, the monitors are falling A table on with top stuff of on it. Yeah they're, yeah. they're not moving the stuff out of <laughs> the way to help their opponent. It's they're, also like, <laughs> yeah, because this is sort of like in the early days of going through the announce yeah, table. Yeah, where they didn't thing. do it often. You're like, holy shit. Why these guys are maniacs. The other part of it that I think is really funny is like the, the announcers where it's basically just like fucking look out announcers. (laughs) They are not out of the way. (laughs) Like they are like completely in the line of fire. It's just like, well, sorry, we're doing this now. Like it, it's very good. And yeah, then, uh, it, it, it's like a really good match and it's really exciting and then it gets super zany at the end. So you get the best of both worlds. Yeah. And I think, I think it does that because they're probably whatever the next like big, actual pay-per-view and not the in-your-house thing they're trying to sell that yeah yeah it's like all right guys good salesmanship (laughs) all right you gotta lose a tooth now (laughs) (laughs) well scotland thank you for introducing us all this insanity yeah thanks for having me thank you yeah and i i feel like it's everybody shits on the new generation era and there's good stuff there yeah there's also fun stuff that's not good but you know (laughs) come back and tell us about that (laughs) (laughs) i feel like good in wrestling terms is like it's there's a lot of ways wrestling can be good that's true and not all of them are uh, objectively good wrestling (laughs) you know what i mean yeah i think we learned that today (laughs) so i appreciate it um scotland where can people find you uh i'm on twitter and instagram at scotland green um and then that I, I don't run any shows anymore. It's the first time in 10 years I'm not running a comedy show. Yeah, Killing so, Joke ended, yeah, huh? Yeah, so it's great. So He's I don't free. have anything really to promote. Uh, a comedian with nothing to promote? Uh, but yeah, just follow me on one of those things and I'll tell you what shows I'm on and 
we'll we'll have fun. Sweet. Scotland Green. <laughs> Scotland Green. At Scotland Green and on, on everything. Nice. Cool. Uh, if you liked this show and you would like to uh, support us financially, we have a Patreon. Patreon.com slash WrestleSplania. Uh, that money, number one, goes to pay our wonderful guests like Scotland. Um, but we also do a bunch of bonus episodes. Um, two a month, at least two full-length episodes. We also have a wonderful Discord where uh, all of our patrons get to chat about wrestling. And it's really nice because there are no assholes on there um so yeah that is patreon.com slash wrestlesplania uh i have two other podcasts lie cheat and steal which just got a write-up in the av club which we're really excited about um we just had a an episode about the pyramid scheme lula row so check that out um and then what a time to be alive which comes out every week and that is about funny weird news stuff like a goat becoming mayor so listen to those <laughs> cool um i'm not sure when this is coming out so i'm just gonna say if you want to come hang out with us at splania mania sunday uh april 7th we will be there hanging out doing commentary you can uh get tickets online or at the do- at the door um and that's at queen's brewery at queen's brewery in ridgewood off the halsey l starting at five going all the way till midnight probably yep street um, fight radio will be there street fight radio will be there bunch of fun things will be happening um and if you care about uh pennsylvania voting rights i made a documentary with my dad about that topic it's called line in the street you can uh get all the info on it stream or download it at line in the street.com cool See you next week, everybody. Bye. Bye.